standby for stage reset and house lights. Thanks team for another great show. I'll see you all backstage. This is Designed to Change, Backstage Conversations. Thank and that's the clock that is actually <laughs> announcing the exact start of our backstage party, Nick. Uh, awesome. What's um, what's uh, what's happening in uh, after we've recorded this onstage element? Tell me. Oh well, uh, just you know, it's uh, at this point it's ten o'clock in the morning where I am, so I've still got a full day of uh, things to take care of, and uh, got to actually end up on campus. Uh, got a meeting about office space, uh, where they're moving us. Uh, we're giving, uh, actually giving up our in-person office. Um, uh, so yeah, the operation is going to continue to be fully remote, of course, except when we have to be on site to, to put things on. But um, that's, that's just been one of the, the really great um, changes that this disruption has, has created is uh, being able to identify you know, a culture of presenteeism that was kind of thrown on us and was an expectation um, mm -hmm. that I think most of us didn't even quite realize was there until you take that away. Um, and the health of the individual by really just being given free reign to, to figure out what it is that they need to do and how to get their jobs done. And, you know, it's not about how many hours you sit in an office, which doesn't make any sense. It's, it's really doing the work and taking care of people. So, um, yeah, that's really the, the probably the next big thing I have today is is that meeting to find out where they're going to put our base of operations. And what the people just listening to the audience are not seeing is that uh, Nick is wearing uh, a T-shirt that says "Engage Purdue," and you are almost in this uh, design dungeon behind you. It, it, it looks like a familiar set of mental models behind you. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I've got I've got to I've got to thank Anthony for that. Right. I mean, he really was the inspiration behind it and uh, not to take anything from him. But um, it's it's one of those things that for me is it, it just helps keep me in that frame of mind all the time. Right. And constantly looking back on it and saying, OK, whatever, uh, whatever the day might bring, whether it's a small challenge, a small opportunity, that there is a way to to move through that uh, being intentional. And, and designing with purpose, whether it's life or work or anything in between. It's funny you say that. Uh, I have noticed that since I hung thinking things in my office, right? So on my door, what you can't see there is actually, um, um, I have, let's say, the three layers that we're constantly trying to think about. And we have um, elements um, about all of the stuff we're working on, but also the orange post-its that you're seeing on the far wall are actually the out the outcomes of the thinking of our very first incubator in 2014. Oh wow! And somehow every day when I open that cupboard to you know either um, get some office supplies or other things, uh, it's amazing how the visuals trigger your thinking, right? Or maybe even subconsciously trigger something in your in your mind. What kind of reactions that you had from people having calls with you that are not familiar with what's behind you? What, what, what's it sparked in others? Uh, it's actually a great conversation starter uh, for, for the people that haven't 
seen it before, haven't heard about it. Um, it's always, you know, oh, what's all that behind you? You know, and uh, are those posters? You know, all sorts of things. Um, and so it's a really great way to to organically start a conversation about something that's pivotal to the to the work that we do and and transformative also for the university um and so it's it's a reminder for me it's a conversation starter for people that that jump on these calls and um and uh especially when i'm i'm talking also to uh my direct supervisor and on up it's it uh, keeps it in front of their mind also like oh right that's that's the thing he keeps talking about that's that's what all those emails are about that's what those requests are for is is that and so it's uh it serves a couple of different purposes i love that thank you for thank you for sharing that and giving it uh, airtime i think um one of the things that i always wonder about is you know the frame we're looking at when we're having um visual conversations like we're having so nick and i are in completely different time zones um, um, I'm in Switzerland, you're, um, you're in Indianapolis um, uh, in the US. And although it's morning there and mid-afternoon over here, the common mental model really helps you to kind of have a, a language to speak about things in a certain way. Um, right. And I found that to be particularly rewarding because the confusion of, of um, the confusion people have around you know, behavior change or events or whatever we like to call them uh, can be very time consuming. Right. right. So there's a lot of misunderstanding happening between the lines of people. Um, and yesterday I was sitting in the car listening to a new release, funny enough, from um, on Spotify. I get these uh, release radars. I don't know if you use Spotify, but you get like, here's some latest tracks that you might like that just came out today or last week or whatever. Right. And there was an old recording from um, that was made in Toronto, actually, or Montreal, I think it was by Miles Davis about the Michael Jackson track, Human Nature. Mm -hmm. um, and it sparked my thinking as I was picking up my son. Miles Davis has this really nice saying that says, um, music is the space between the notes. And if that's you, great. And if you think about the space between the notes as a as an opportunity almost like like okay of course there's the notes right mm -hmm. <laughs> the other one he says is um whether you play a wrong or a right note is only determined by the next note <laughs> which is also one of those you know and then if you think about notes as if they're events right it's kind of the same thing like mm -hmm. i think a lot of the values built in between the events that we hold like right. nick we met uh, in indianapolis with the mpi chapter probably year, no, over two years ago Mm -hmm. um, and then a couple of months later, you came to the program that we did in San Diego, uh, the Event Design Certificate Program Level 3, to become a certified event designer. Um, we've sat in probably on a number of digital events together, right? Where because you are there or people that you know are there because we met at some place in time, mm -hmm. they create pivotal moments because they're like little triggers of memory that we right. get. Um, and I find that I have an endless fascination for that. <laughs> and the fact that we're going to speak again, not just next year, but also, you know, at the EDC Mastermind in November and December with other people that are in this similar kind of mindset and have conversations right. about behavior change and opening up to, you know, what are some of the skills that we need or behaviors that we want to change in ourselves to be more 
to be better conversationalists with people mm. that might not have the same language embedded into their um, thinking. I think that's 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 super fascinating. Um, what what what? Um, maybe just to to ask if you. Um, because people are listening to this without having a context of what we have experienced together. Mm -hmm. um, what do you think that does to them? Does it make them feel like an outsider or does it, how, how does that influence the, the auditor of this episode? Well, I hope that it, it sparks curiosity, right? People are listening because they're already interested, otherwise they wouldn't be tuning in. So there's mm. something about uh, the event design canvas and, and EDC Global and the organization that, that got them here to listen to it. And so there's already that, okay, I'm not sure what it is, or maybe they're a long time, maybe, you know, it's it's other certified event designers, maybe it's other masterminds, you know, so there's a wide range of of potential listeners here, but but for those that that don't know what we're talking about or haven't experienced it, I, I hope that if nothing else, this conversation sparks that curiosity and gets them to take a deeper dive for themselves. Because you're right, it's been you know basically two years since you and I first met, and I can tell you from the moment that I experienced that that level one that day and a half in Indianapolis two years ago, I almost haven't stopped thinking about this process since then and this tool and what it means and what it can do and what the potential of using it um, in my life and, and in my work life and what it can mean to the institution that I work for. Um, and that only, of course, I think I, I left after that second day in Indianapolis and, and drove back to the office and immediately got online and found out when's the next, you know, level three uh, training course. And uh, I think I put all the paperwork together that same day and sent it off to to my supervisor and said, you know, this is going to change the way we do things in ways that you can't even quite comprehend. And, and I'm not in a position to articulate yet, but I know that this is the next thing. Uh, you've got to send me to this. And, and without question, the answer is, yep, go for it. And so, um, you know, then because that was August and then you get to January. So, you know, uh, four or five months later, they're in San Diego and you know it's the community that that comes together the learning the self-learning the like what are my limitations where am I not you know where do I need to grow as a person as an event uh, designer as my place in this process um, it challenges all of those things and um, it really it's challenging and it's difficult but it's it, it's also a whole lot of fun and uh, when you go through that process and you come out the other side and you realize uh, the breadth that uh, that this process has and, and what the impact that it really can have is, is just amazing. And then, you know, so that's January um, and then went into completing the project um, to, to, to be certified and then COVID started, right? And that threw everything into a tailspin and the world went sideways and, um, you know, having to transition from the plan of how to complete that project to facilitating that process virtually because we were all scattered at home, we couldn't get together, but still still working through that process and, and making it work and taking that step. And then 
um, through the last 16 months of, of dealing with COVID and, and what that means and the impact that that's had on my organization um, at the department level, but then also um, the department that I belong to and the institution as a whole, really being able to spend time in this design dungeon, like you said, and, and looking <laughs> at the canvases and um, really being able to say, okay, there's, there's a path through all of this because of this process. There's, there's a way, you know, it's a roadmap. It's a, whatever analogy, it's a highway, it's a road, it's just a map. It's, it's, we're going to get to the next evolution, the next step. Um, and we're going to do it taking care of people and starting from a place of, of humanity and empathy and understanding um, how, as an organization, we work, what our place is in the bigger institution and the value that we can bring to all of that. And so, I mean, really from, yeah, from August two years ago, it's, it's just been a part of me and in my mind and something that I'm constantly thinking about. So for those that, that don't understand all that yet, I, I really hope that they start visiting your website and you get a lot more people, uh, interested in asking questions and, and signing up because it really does it's revolutionary but at the same time once you're going through it you realize i think i think we all realize deep inside that it's it's the next logical step and it's where we need to be coming where we need to be approaching things from hmm. um but when it's described to you it's it's that sort of it's that aha and it fills that thing that you knew, you knew there was something out there and you knew there was a better way to do what we've all been doing, but to be given a process and say, you know, you start here and you get to there and it answers those questions is, is really just, it's liberating and, um, and also challenging at the same time because it sets a new level, right? It raises the bar because you understand this it's liberating. Great. Because now you know how to move through that. And, but it sets the bar even higher because then you look back at the things that you've been doing. You realize that there's no value in what we've been doing. And now this is what it means to have value. And so it's liberating and challenging all at the same time. And it's, it's just fantastic. Nick, you've just given a huge smile in the mind, uh, because that, that story of, uh, that horizon of change that you bumped into maybe through the MPI chapter in Indianapolis and then, you know, uh, recalibrating the different horizons from looking out over the Pacific, um, designing under a palm tree to now, you know, designing online using mural and tools of collaborative nature across time zones. But having all of those proficiencies, but also the ability to have a community to fall back upon to us is, I think that's been a real kind of lifesaver in thinking about design to change and, and creating um, the next uh, building blocks of having those conversations using that language of, uh, of event design. So thank you for articulating that so eloquently. Thank you for being a guest on our, on our podcast, also on the backstage. Yes. Um, it is now time for us to, uh, uh, to wrap this up. And um, uh, we're, we're going to meet again you know, soon for the EDC Mastermind. And also next year, we're going to meet again. You know, so just because we meet next year doesn't mean we're going to have uh, less conversations between now and next year. It just gives a next pivotal moment for a next conversation. So absolutely. Thank you so much for your time, Nick. Really Thanks for having it. me. I really appreciate it.
You've been hanging out backstage on Design to Change Designer Conversations. Thank you for tuning in and don't forget to subscribe and share conversations online using hashtag design to change and hashtag event canvas. Want more thought-provoking content like this? Visit designtochange.online to purchase your copy of Design to Change, elevating your abilities to look and act beyond the now. Don't forget it's more than just a book. Experience a hard copy, audio format, video format, and even augmented reality. Experience it in your style and format. Tune into our next episodes and hear from more designers and change makers. Until then, we look forward to our next conversation.